His name is Colin Brown, one of four drivers who won the Daytona 24-hour with Michael Shank Racing. Been in the Freak Nation many, many times, and he joins us now here at the Freaks. Colin, let's start off with this. If you're watching this interview on YouTube or Facebook Live, I've got a bone to pick with whoever uh, shot this picture. Uh, why are you in the back in this picture, buddy? Well, I think when you have Indy 500 champions, you know, Simon with one and Elio with four, uh, I guess those guys automatically go to the front. I think that's probably only fair, to be honest. Yeah, but hold on a second. Who are the full-time drivers? <laughs> we're in the back, you know, we've, we're backing those guys up. Oh, Colin geez. Brown, you've got more spins in a freaking sports car than any of those happy bastards combined. I think you and Blumquist need to be out front. Let Alio and Simon just sit down there and just hope to be in the damn picture. Hey, man, you know, I don't, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Elio, you know, he's got everybody on age as well. So, um, you know, yeah, age before beauty, I guess. <laughs> age before beauty. Can you put that picture back up there again? Who posed you guys? Because Elio's like, he's like, oh, it's like he's trying to get out of the picture real quick. Like, <laughs> and then you've got this, hey, don't mess with me. I'm Colin Brown. Look. And and you got Simon looks a little bit like a Superman, you know, kind of <laughs> Superman cape look. It's a good photo. It's a good photo for sure. Well, Colin, you guys were the talk the entire week, two weeks leading up to this because you guys had figured something out. You guys, Wayne Taylor, and you guys figured something out that other teams, manufacturers with this new car did not. However, when it came to the race, you guys had gearbox issues. You truly thought the car might blow up. So again, I want to ask you, what did you figure out before the race? What did you figure out during the race to keep things going in the right momentum onto the win? Well, that's a good question for sure. And, you know, I think on our end, we just, uh, no ma magic bullet, no big secret. No, you know, we just really honestly did all of our, our sort of preseason testing, just getting used to the car, understanding the tools that we have in this GTP car. I mean, so many settings, so many things to adjust on the, on, in, in the cockpit that, that changed the balance of the car. We honestly didn't get a chance to really work too much on springs and bars and sort of those normal setup things you work on. And so maybe we got lucky because we didn't uh, spin ourselves in a big circle. We just use the tools that, you know, our Acura HPD car had. And we just focused on getting laps and trying to understand, uh, you know, kind of to optimize what we had and, and knew our, our limitations in, in the fact that, hey, we got to put miles on this. We got to learn how to drive it as is and just focus on, you know, refining the small details we could rather than try to reinvent the wheel. And so I think that was a big, uh, big part of it. And you know, these guys, I mean, man, at Meyer Shank, great team. They won the championship last year. They obviously won the race, the 24 hours of Daytona race the year before. So I think we had good momentum. We had great chemistry. Um, you know, me being new to the team, uh, I got along with everyone well, and, and those guys really welcomed me in. And so I think when you have good chemistry and just a great group of people, um, you know, good things happen. Colin Brown, I want to say this, and we, this isn't a question, but I just want to say, you all the the insanity that people threw at you when you were racing in the trucks and Xfinity, you more than answered, told them to go someplace and <laughs> kiss your tail because you've won two championships since then and drove the car 200 miles an hour at Daytona, which none of them will even get a chance to do because nobody will ask them. 
congratulations on that. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, uh, man, it's been a wild career for sure. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, between my first stint in sports cars, my stint at NASCAR, my last 10 years driving for, for Core Auto Sport in, uh, in sports cars, and now, you know, starting this new chapter with Meyer Shank. I mean, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, for me, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I think, um, yeah, I've enjoyed every piece of it and learned a ton along the way for sure. So you got to tell me, I'm, I'm jumping in here on purpose, Kenny and Crash. You got to tell me what it's like to drive a Ford at 200 mile an hour plus. I know you're in Acura now, but 200 mile an hour plus, when you come off the banking, your eyes got to be bugging out of that helmet and you're, you can't be breathing. You ain't got time to breathe. Man, they sure are. I'll tell you, we uh, we set that speed record around Daytona handful of years ago, actually with uh, the Meyer Shank team. They were the ones operating the program. And so, yeah, I mean, we averaged uh, 200 and I think 28 miles an hour around Daytona and set that uh, that speed record around there. Uh, honestly, I thought it was going to be pretty easy. I mean, you know, these sports cars, they go 190, 195 miles an hour. Uh, often on the on the road course setup at Daytona. So I thought, man, when we get to do in the speed run, we'll just crank the power up and we'll knock this thing out in no time. But I'll tell you, that, uh, that extra 30, 35 miles an hour between 190 and, and 230 is a lot of, of effort. I mean, man, it's not like going 60 to 90. I mean, that's a huge step in speed and edginess and the feel and all of that. So yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, yeah, pucker moment and, you know, just like, I hope this is over and it ends well. And thankfully it did, but yeah, quick, funny story on that one too. We were actually, uh, testing down there to try to break the record, doing it, kind of the install laps and getting going. And, and, uh, on that car, it had a little, uh, speed indicator and in sports cars you never go really above 200 so it would max out at 199 miles an hour and that's all it would say and so we got to the point where we were going just above 200 so i knew we were getting close to beating bill elliott's record i think it was like 211 or 212 and uh, but i had no idea i just knew we were somewhere above 199 miles an hour came off of uh nascar turn four mike shank got on the radio and he said man you're on fire you're on fire and i'm like I know, I know we're going so fast. This is incredible. This is crazy. And he's like, no, no, you're like actually on fire. Stop, 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 stop. I just thought he was talking about, you know, we're hauling the mail and breaking records and we're on fire. But uh, yeah, we actually had a little misstep and then got it back sorted out and uh, came back a couple weeks later and broke the record. What's it like to have somebody in your ear at 200 mile an hour plus? The last thing you got time to do is listen to somebody talk to you. Yeah, I, I just heard that you're on fire part and instantly being the racer that I am was like, oh, man, we're doing great. We're, we're probably breaking the record right now. The last thing I thought about was like, we're actually on fire. I never even thought that would be a possibility. I mean, we're talking several years ago that this happened. Can you look back now and make any connection as to that's how you got your ride with Michael Shank now and as a Daytona or a 24 hour Daytona winner with the team now? I, I, you know, I think that's a, it's a part of it for sure. We had a good relationship uh, a couple of years before that, when I was doing NASCAR racing for Ford, um, Ford actually placed me with his team for the 24 hour race as well. So I've worked with Mike and driven for him a couple of different times and always had a massive amount of respect. I mean, what he's been able to build and achieve, you know, 
particularly here in the last three or four years has been uh, incredible. And so, yeah, I think, you know, all those kind of things help, you know, being a presence in the paddock and always checking in and chatting with him. I think uh, all those little pieces add up for sure. Colin Brown, four time, four time Rolex 24 hour champion, including uh, this year's 24 hour champion joining us here in the freak nation. And you go through your resume, Colin, and you look at the teams that you've driven for and again, it comes up in conversation with your NASCAR career. Is that door still open for uh, a contract drive or is it just you just get your Jones off of turning left and right in a sports car? Man, I got to tell you, driving that Acura GTP car is uh, is pretty darn fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're so fast in a straight line now. Um, you know, the downforce they make, the the level of grip they make. I mean, man, it is a blast to drive. So, um, you know, hey, I'm still open to anything, right? I'm a, I'm a race car driver. I love driving race cars, whatever it is. Uh, all of the guys actually on the team were giving me a hard time for sort of having this reputation for jumping in and driving anything and everything. <laughs> Between the four of you guys, Collar Brown, four-time Rolex 24-hour champion, and be honest here, who – had the the better information on driving this race and this car just from history of sports car racing yeah that's a good question you know i think in the preseason i would say tom uh has done more tests so he did a couple of tests before i got hired and then obviously with elio and, and Simon's IndyCar commitments, those guys weren't able to make all the preseason testing. So I would say Tom had a bit more you know, experience, a bit more time in the car, and was there from day one uh, on the development side of the car. Um, and then, you know, second probably was was myself. I, I got ingrained in there pretty pretty early on and was a part of a lot of the, you know, first few tests. And so, um, yeah, a lot of information though. Man, these cars are complicated to drive. So many settings, so many adjustments, so many tools we have to to change things with the hybrid system uh, in play. I mean, it's uh, it's awesome as a driver. 